This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. All right, hey, friends. How's everybody doing? Happy Monday, I guess. I mean, why not? Sorry, I'm already distracted. It's like 30 seconds into the program, and I can't even remember what I'm doing. It's noon. That means we do an intro. Right, right. Welcome to the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for hanging out with us today on the Ticket Radio Network. We are all over your radio dial. And in addition to that, you can take us with you on the go. Uh, One, you can stream us online at 953theticket.com, or you can download the TuneIn app and search KNEA. And uh, keep tabs on us that way as well. If you'd like to shout at us today, recap the weekend with us today, uh, the phone number to call and do so is 930-3776. You can also interact with us on social media. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio is one place to find us. Also on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie, or you can use the hashtag WDRZ. By the way, I only have one Twitter account. I want to throw that out there. More on that later. Uh, I am Kara Richie. I'm joined in the studio today by producer Kate Carlton. Good afternoon. He's all back uh, for a couple days at least from calling some high school ball, although we're about to send him back out into the wild this weekend. Well, more, it won't but. quite be the wild. I mean, Little Rock's 20 minutes away. <laughs> Whereas in Nashville, Arkansas, there's there's nothing. I don't do small town life. I learned that this weekend. I, I don't do it. You couldn't find like a good breakfast place with the red checkered plastic tablecloths that would feed you well or anything? Uh, I found a breakfast place that was red. It was Chick-fil-A in Texarkana, like 30 minutes away, because that was it. <laughs> so I did that both days. <laughs> uh, more on, more on uh, our, our schedule for the week coming up later on. Uh, in the program, but uh, we'll throw some news and notes at you, and then, of course, the question of the day and all that regular stuff here. Uh, Looking at what happened over the weekend in the sports world, tough weekend for Arkansas State baseball at Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield. Red Wolves got swept by Georgia State, closed out that series with a really tough 5-4 to setback on Sunday. Brandon Hager recorded two of A-State's six hits in Sunday's loss. News today, there will not be a game at Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield tomorrow. Arkansas State was slated to host Ole Miss. However, the Rebels have canceled that due to traveling and scheduling circumstances, a.k.a. they just don't want to play. So that one is not going to be happening tomorrow. Uh, Arkansas State will close out its season Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in its final Sunbelt Series at ULM. Meanwhile, congratulations once again to Arkansas State Women's Track and Field. They've added another trophy to the trophy case, as or I guess the trophy shelf is what it is at the uh, A-State Track and Field Complex. But they won the Sunbelt Conference Outdoor Championship over the weekend. The men's team, a great week, but finished with a second-place finish. Elsewhere, Arkansas' SEC Home Series win streak has come to an end. The fourth-ranked Razorbacks lost 5 to nothing in Sunday's rubber game to number 24 Vanderbilt. Also Sunday, Cardinals claimed a series victory with a 15-6 win over San Francisco. Yadier Molina homered, drove in four runs, while Albert Pujols finished the game on the mound, recording his first-ever pitching appearance. Just to uh, ignore that 36.00 ERA. (laughs) 
Uh, St. Louis begins a series at the New York Mets tonight at 6-10 on 95-9. The Wolf. Also over the weekend, of course, Grizzlies uh, saw their season come to an end. 110-96 loss in Game 6 of the Western Conference semifinals. We'll talk more Grizzlies and, and what the future looks like for them coming up later on in the program. So this is kind of a wordy, wonky, hypothetical CavanaughCars.com question today. But just just humor me today. It's Monday. Nobody needs to think that hard. Um, I want to know if you have to root for one, and yes, you do have to root for one in this hypothetical fictional question scenario. Would you rather root for the team that knocked you out of the playoffs or the team facing the team that knocked you out of the playoffs? I know that that just that's a lot of words. Sounds kind of give you, but we'll use the Grizzlies as a real life example. Would you rather root for Golden State and say, "Hey, all right, well, well, at least we got knocked out by a team that's having a great run," or do you root for the team facing them? So in this scenario, Dallas. Now I know there's can be extenuating circumstances, like if one of the teams is a long term rival or in your division or something like that, but just kind of. Just a general question. Again, just just humor me. I'm just curious. Uh, that's the poll that we've got set up for you today on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Oh, I forgot the hashtag. Man, somebody is not in midweek form. <laughs> so uh, you're just going to have to go to my actual profile today and vote on that question because I did not include the hashtag. I am. Uh, that's what Monday does to you, I guess. It is what it is. Uh, I tell you what, uh, before we go any further into the program, do want to go ahead and give you a heads up on our week this week. Um, it's going to be a short week in terms of our local programming here on uh, the ticket with uh, the Workday Red Zone, also with the setup, and then before us, uh, RWRC Radio, and of course, uh, the Drive with Brad Bobo as well. The reason for that is because we are going to be bringing you a championship games this weekend, starting at 10 o'clock Thursday, also Friday and Saturday. We're going to be bringing you all of the state softball and baseball finals. And then also, coming up later on this week on Friday morning at 10 a.m., we're going to be bringing you Valley View's soccer final. So, a whole lot of extra coverage coming your way this week. But that does mean, you know, just a three-day work week here on the Workday Red Zone. So, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, everything normal. Thursday and Friday, softball and baseball coverage and we'll go through and look at some of these teams from our area that are going to be playing in these games. We are going to bring you, again, every softball and baseball final. But, uh, of course, do want to borrow a line from Red Wolf Mark and say, go to all the <laughs> high school teams, at least uh, the high school teams from Northeast Arkansas, because that's obviously who we are going to be rooting on coming up this weekend. We'll turn out there, obviously, uh, EPC will have their game here for you on Thursday as they take on Tuckerman. Uh, for the 2A softball. Kind of got a, a local battle all around there. Friday at 10 a.m. Again, soccer is going to be on KBTM. It's the girls' final as they vie for the 4A crown against Pulaski Academy. Friday afternoon back here on The Ticket. Valley View going to be taking on Nashville in 4A softball. Friday at 7, it's Valley View and Harrison 4A baseball on the line. Saturday at 4, Marion's going to be taking on Van Buren for that 5A state championship. And then Saturday at 7, it's Green County Tech versus Benton in 5A softball. Quick uh, shout out to Valley View. Girls soccer, softball, baseball, they got three teams that are going to be vying for titles this weekend. So, uh, way to represent Blazers. But, again, a short week in terms of our local programming is we're really excited to bring you these state finals. Uh, I tell you what, let's go ahead and hit pause here. 
sometimes it's on on a monday it just takes a little bit longer to get the get the gears working so we're gonna take a break and come back and we'll dive into some of the things that happened over the course of the weekend starting with some arkansas state baseball and now uh what the final week of the regular season looks like for the red wolves keep it here with us on the ticket the only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Hey y'all, it's Brandon Baxter for my tire and wheel store, Local Tire and Wheel. And in the month of May, don't drive on those May Pop tires. You know those tires that may pop at any time. Because in May, $5 gets you started on all in-stock passenger tires. We're talking new, safe, reliable tires. With peace of mind from Local Tire and Wheel's roadside assistance and road hazard protection programs. Now it may sound too good to be true. But it's true. $5 gets you started on four brand new tires today. Plus Local Tire and Wheel now offers six months, same as cash. You get the cash price but you have six months to pay. And if you need longer than six months, that's cool too. Because Local Tire and Wheel will build a payment plan to fit your budget. Plus no credit check and everyone approved. Say goodbye to those Maypop tires and get started for only $5 out of pocket today on all in-stock passenger tires. Six months, same as cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Play it again sports wants to pay you money now that I have your attention planning in sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment you heard me right if you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used bring it to play again sports now they're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment golf weights and workout equipment disc golf you name it play it again sports can turn it into cash for you go buy play it again sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro Hytrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrol. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. Think about the idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our day-to-day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work that we do at Hytrol. And so there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the Hytrol family. Visit careers.hytrol.com. I was having problems growing grass in my yard. Tried all remedies. Nothing. Finally, Richard Groves from Branching Out Tree Service said my trees weren't allowing grass growth. What? They needed trimming. And yep, trim back the trees, more grass. If you have problem growing grass or you need a tree consultation, contact Richard for a free estimate, 870-847-6040. 847-6040, and he will treat you right. Branching out tree service. If you're a mechanic or mechanically inclined with the willingness to learn, Harris Ford and Newport would like to talk to you. For years, Harris Ford has been known to train and employ some of the best service technicians in America, and we're now looking for new applicants. So whether you're a seasoned professional or mechanically inclined with a good attitude and willing to learn, Harris Ford is offering competitive pay and benefit packages. So don't delay and contact Gerald today at Harris Ford, 523-5559, 523-5559. Talking with A-State Bowler and first-team All-American, Brooklyn Buchanan. When do you first get your own bowling ball? Uh, do you have your name on any bowling balls? Yeah, so you start like when you're younger usually you'll start with a plastic ball so i just had i had a pink mini mouse ball when i was like eight or nine and then like as you start (laughs) yeah and it did have my name on it it's the second to none podcast presented by simmons bank new episodes every tuesday wherever you get your podcast 
cancer screening can save your life. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. What if you went to your secret hiding place and found just a phone number? 1-800-662-HELP. Before drugs take their toll on you and your family, make the call. For help with drug use, call 1-800-662-HELP for free and confidential information and treatment referral, or go to samhsa.gov slash know the risks. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Day Red Zone. It's Kara and Kate with you. Phone lines open at 9303776. We want to dive in and recap the weekend with this. We've got a poll for you on Twitter today. KavanaughCars.com question at Kara underscore Richie. Honestly, it's really wordy, so I'm not even going to repeat it right now. It's on Twitter. Go click on it. It's that easy. Uh, 0 for 3 this weekend for Arkansas State Baseball. At Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield. Not what the Red Wolves needed to state the blatantly obvious. This is still a team trying to climb its way back up the Sunbelt standings in some way, somehow get into the postseason tournament. And going over is just flat out never, ever, ever going to help you in that aspect. Now, the teams that A-State is chasing are also terrible. So... They can still get there, and we'll talk more about that in a moment, but it's just uh, not not great. Uh, the, the issue this weekend for Arkansas State Baseball is the fact that throughout most of the weekend, this is a team that just struggled to hit. And the pitching numbers, I mean, not great, but not the worst things in the world. Just for A-State Baseball, you look at that Friday night game, and Arkansas State was able to get three hits. Uh, that Sunday series finale, A-State rallied a little bit in the end there, but, I mean, for at least four innings, four or five innings, this is a team, four innings at least, that have one hit through the first four innings. They did fare a little bit better at the plate on Saturday. Eight hits, four runs in that contest, but, I mean, when you put up ten runs in a series, that's usually not going to be good enough to get it done, especially in college baseball where just offensive numbers are always going to be a little bit higher than, than what you see in Major League Baseball anyways. It's just it's just tough. Uh, this was a tough weekend for the Red Wolves at the plate, and uh, just not very much went the Red Wolves' way. You combine that with the fact that this team also committed six errors over the course of the weekend, excuse me, five errors over the course of the weekend, which is which has been an Achilles heel all season long. Um, there's just not a lot that that went Arkansas State's way, and I mean the time is done to be able to fix it. Some way, somehow, you got to find a way to rally this weekend. You have to sweep ULM to make it into the conference tournament. We'll talk more about some other stuff here in just a moment. Let's go to the phones though and check in with Wade. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's on your mind, sir. Good. Uh, baseball. Okay. Um, I'm not, and I'm. I don't uh, follow a lot, but I'm really. Um, I don't know. Um, focused, concerned, interested. I don't know what you call it about 
the baseball at ASU. So someone posted on the uh, den or something that uh, kind of explained, I guess, some of the, the struggles, uh, you know, that the, that we're facing. Um, it's not just the field, you know, the field's wet. Um, you know, the team, I guess, has to uh, do some of the groundskeeping. And, I mean, just a lot of little things, like a lot of little things. So do, do we have any any idea, just, just as a number been thrown out, do, do we have any idea, uh, Ballpark, what we're looking at to to make that a uh, – I know we're not going to be a South Alabama or Coastal, uh, but just a, a middle-of-the-pack ball, ballpark for the Sun Belt. Well, like he, million, here's, three, three here's, here's the thing. One, you're going to – first things first, you need to have – new turf that's the first thing that a state needs to do to to revitalize the tom i'm guessing that is a we'll say it's a 1.75 million dollar project i'm not completely sure on that but that is uh, that's what we're going to go with um the the big issue facing a state so many people focus on the tom and the facility there the big issue is the overall lack of resources that have been allocated to the program every single for for the past who knows how long. So, yes, you need to have better facilities and things like that. You also need to have a significant bump in your yearly investment to Arkansas State baseball. And what I mean by that is you need to be able to pay your assistants more. You need to be able to uh, pay your trainers more. You need to be able to get a training table. You need to have a higher recruiting budget. You need to have a better travel budget. So you need to be able to invest at least $150,000 more every single year into baseball than you're doing right now. And that is the absolute bare, bare, bare minimum that you need to be able to make the program better. So uh, you've got to fight the the resources issue on two fronts, both internally and in ensuring up all the salaries and investment you need to make to have a successful team. And then also uh, the big, big, big money that needs to go into the Tom and make it better. All in all, I'd say, I'd guess the Tom probably needs about $6 million worth of work. At least. That's, wow. that's the minimum. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, the list that I read was several items. Uh, and some of them were kind of small, but if you put them all together, uh, I can definitely see why, why we would struggle. So I guess my question is, I guess, uh, you know, looking for, for, for coins in the, in, the cushion, in the cushion of the couch, I think there's a great opportunity, and maybe they've already talked to them, but I would like to think that Nucor and all those steel mills in Osceola and in that area think of ASU. Hopefully there's some type of partnership being developed. Uh, there's some pretty deep pockets over there. Uh, so, I mean, and maybe they've already asked them and they've got other – things that they're looking at but um that's definitely i mean around here right now and especially with the the uh you know all the enhancements i'm building and new plants that are going in over there you would think that there uh, is quite a bit of money moving around if we don't ask for that money somebody else will yeah i, I mean i i don't disagree you've got to beat every bush at this point in time but i have We've Arkansas State has had a new athletic director for 10 days. I have no idea what his strategy is going to be in terms of increasing revenue because that's got to be a huge, huge, sure. huge item on the to-do list. Sure. Well, I, I'm sure he's got a lot of items he's going to need to take care of. Um, you know, and it'll take a little while to get his wheels under him. But, uh, gosh, I was it was really disheartening to read just that list that just kept going on and on how many uh, items that we've got to address. 
not just one or two. So um, anyway, hopefully they'll uh, that'll be uh, maybe we'll be talking in a year and a half, two years, and there'll be some uh, ground some ground being turned and uh, major improvements for ASU. Not only uh, ba- uh, baseball, but other things, but definitely baseball. Definitely baseball. I wish him the best. Yeah, you got to. And I wish, a- I wish, I, I wish Mr. Uh, Bowen the best. You know, in his health issues and uh, going forward, also. Absolutely. All right. Thanks uh, for taking my call. Have a great week. Go Red Wolves. Thanks, Wade. You too. I I know that softball has been a major discussion around this area and seeing that started at, at Arkansas State for a long time. Um, but I, and, and not that I'm saying I don't want to see that happen soon in the future for A-State, but I want to see this program fund adequately the programs that it has before it starts another program. Unless you're in a situation where yeah. you're facing like a Title IX investigation yeah. where you absolutely have to have more women's scholarships I would rather see this athletic department, you know, make sure that never, ever again does an assistant coach for a women's program get asked if they have their CDL. Make sure you can adequately fund and take care of every single program on your campus before you add another one. Once you you cross off that first thing and you get all of those sports up to speed and you've invested in all of those sports like you have, like you need to, to make sure that they're successful, then... Bring in another sport that's going to cost about seven hundred fifty, eight hundred thousand dollars yearly on your budget. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call. David's with us on the phone. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Hey, doing good. I'm I'm thinking that if they're going to do softball, and, it's, and it looks to me like they're probably going to in the next couple of years, take that stadium that we've got right now and make that the softball stadium. It would be a really nice softball stadium i'm guessing in sunbelt standards and let's just build a new baseball stadium from the ground up i know that's a big wish list but i don't i just don't think you can put a band-aid on that thing out there and make it look uh any better i just don't think the money is going to work out to do it like that well i mean they're going to have to build a softball stadium Mm -hmm. and i just rather than sink the money in that uh, I think they could just basically leave that thing like it is and bring the fences in and do a little, you know, do a little work on the field and you've got your softball stadium. And if, if, if it's in as bad a shape as they say it is and we're so far behind everyone in the conference as they're saying it is, then we need to, why, why mess around with just putting a Band-Aid on that thing and let's just, you know, if we're going to do it, let's do it. And I realize that's a lot of work for somebody to find the funding and somebody to pay for it and all that stuff, but that's been done before. If you had asked me if we were going to build all that stuff at the football stadium, I would have told you it would have sure. never happened. Sure. I still think, and I'll have to go back. There were there was a couple weeks ago, David, and of course I don't have any notes with me, that I went in and I actually – did some research on some recent, you know, collegiate baseball renovations and collegiate baseball um, softball stadiums and, and things like that and kind of looked at the cost of, of where it would be. And I still think it's a, an, enough of a significant discrepancy um, in terms of what you're talking about versus revitalizing the time and building a whole new softball stadium that, that they're going to have to go with the renovations as opposed to the conversion. Well, kind of like Wade, though, you got somebody like Newcor that came and said, hey, you call it Newcor Stadium. Uh, 
we're going to donate all the steel and pay to have the thing built. If they'll just provide the land, I mean, I think there's potential out there to get it done. Mahadra even thought we were going to build a downtown stadium in partnership with the city. Well, that was something they were pushing for or hoping for, because if you can get anybody to invest in any way and take some of that burden off you, you, you find those opportunities. Or you well, try to find I, I those think, opportunities. I, I think there's opportunities probably there. I think the new athletic director is going to have to find them. But uh, I just hate to go out there and put money into that stadium because it's it's pretty embarrassing looking right now. And I just uh, – I haven't been to the other stadiums, but I've heard people talk about them. I think that we need to build something from the ground up and make that the softball stadium if they're going to start softball. What if softball doesn't want that stadium? You have to adequately fund, in theory, your women's and men's programs. So what if they don't want the reject A-State baseball hand-me-downs? Well, I mean, you'd have to do some things to it to get it ready for softball, but it's surely right now that it would have – Plenty of seat. I mean, it has plenty of seating for baseball right now, but uh, that's what they did at U of A. I wonder how the much old that... baseball stadium is the softball stadium. Yeah, I, I just don't think this is going to happen. Well, I said the same thing about the indoor. I said the same thing about the press box. the same thing about the football facilities. And somehow it happened. Yeah. I mean, it just it doesn't seem like any more of a long shot than all that happening. I I think financially it is, though. I think you're talking about, in addition, to, to do it the way that you're talking about in terms of building a, a baseball stadium from the ground up as opposed to renovating the time and building a softball stadium, which would be a lot smaller, I think you're probably looking at about a difference of $5 million at, at bare minimum. I agree. That's why I said you have to find somebody like a new core or somebody like that to, to be partners in it. Yeah. I mean, I think the money's out there. I think we've got to go find it. Hope Purinton's ready to go knock on some doors. That's right. Appreciate it. Thanks, David. We'll see if we can look at some numbers. Some recent softball facility build, some recent baseball facility renovations and see what it would be looking at in terms of uh, doing it the way that it sounds like Arkansas State is, is going to do it in terms of, uh, you know, renovating the Tom and then building a future softball facility or what the cost might be to flip the Tom into a softball stadium and then build a new baseball facility I, I do still think you're looking at a big 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 number difference if you do the latter as opposed to to the former but we'll see if we can find some prices or some totals in some recent rebuilds and what that would look like one thing to keep in mind with with doing it that way is there's a possibility that you could have like two teams without a home if you renovate Oh, yeah, yeah. Baseball and – because you would have to build the stadium first for baseball and then renovate uh, the softball – or renovate the Tom and turn into softball. And there's a chance that while you're doing that, where where's your baseball team going to play unless you can get that facility completely built in, in nine months? 
I don't know what is necessarily going on in the construction world right now, but it does seem like everything across every type of field regarding anything is on a little bit of a delay for numerous reasons. So are we talking about doing this like in five years? Are things going to be kind of sort of back to normal or I don't know. That's something else to keep in mind as well. One other thing and I've heard this mentioned somewhere, and I don't know how much truth there is to this, but right now softball is a club sport. There's not really, I don't think, you know, a a cap to how much the university could put into a university program. There's a cap in this state on how much a university can give to athletics. It's why the numbers, the percentages of, of allocated funds that Arkansas State Athletics gets from A-State is so much lower than its peers around the Sunbelt Conference. But, so if you're, if you're starting softball and you're building that facility and all of that and, and you're waiting to do it as a NCAA program, an NCAA Division I program, there's a limit to how much you can invest. But if you go ahead and build that right now, and you build it as a club sport, as a club facility, as an A-State program and not an A-State athletics program, you can put more money into it. Do I really understand that? I do not. But that's the way it is. Sometimes uh, college financials hurt my head a little bit. And sometimes numbers do in general. Speaking of numbers, when we come back, we're going to look at the Sunbelt Conference baseball standings and tell you why the standings might look a little bit different than you would think and what that means for A-State coming up uh, later on this week in the final week of the Sunbelt regular season. More on that when we come back. Keep it here with us on The Ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Hey, farmers, WT Equipment in Jonesboro and Pocahontas is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. Having a hard time locating available equipment prior to year's end? Do you need to upgrade your tractors, combines, or sprayer to be prepared for the 22 crop year? At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-owned New Holland T9, T8, T7, and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower, both new and and Prio New Holland CR Combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now. Be prepared for the 22 crop year. Come see us at WT Equipment in Jonesboro or Pocahontas. To speak with our sales department in Jonesboro, call 870-972-5522. That's 870-972-5522. For Pocahontas, call 870-892-5254. That's 870-892-5254. Or visit our website at WT Equip.com. WT Equipment, let's get it done. Your vehicle is a personal and important investment. At Central Collision Center, we're more than collision repair. We do everything from minor paint touch-ups and windshield replacements to framework. We're committed to customer satisfaction and provide the highest quality of service. At Central Collision Center, we provide honest and expert auto care and offer a written lifetime warranty and on-site rental car arrangements. Stop by or give us a call today to schedule your free estimate. Central Collision Center, professional, convenient, reliable. Behind Central Chevrolet on Stadium and online at centralcollisionctr.com. What are you looking for in a dentist? Experience, a friendly, caring staff, the latest in procedures and technology. You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance. So why wait? 
Call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment. That's 393-5330. Brooklyn Dental, open now on Highway 49 North in Brooklyn. Most prices up today. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. July corn at 801, up 19 and three quarters, with September corn at 773, up 15 and a half. July soybeans at 1651 and three quarters, up five and a quarter, with August soybeans at 1604, up eight and a half. July wheat at 1247 and a half, up 70. September wheat also up 70 to 1251. July cotton at 149.58, up 438, with October cotton at 136.57, up 187. July rice at 1773, up 36. September rice at 1779, up 31 and a half. Moving on to livestock now, June live cattle at 133.25, up 117.5, with August live cattle at 133.80, up 145. May feeder cattle at 157.22.5, down 65, with August feeder cattle at 167.40, down 62.5. June lane hogs at 103.87.5, up 312 and a half, with July hogs at 104.87.5, up 367.5. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Let's talk about America. Not taxes or tweets or the issues that divide us, but how incredible our country is. Left, right, up, down, state lines to winding coastlines. Whether you come home to a crowded city street, tree-lined suburb, or sleepy small town, everyone deserves to live in a clean, green, and thriving community. And we all share in the responsibility to create beauty that ripples from one neighborhood to another and one block to the next. We are Keep America Beautiful, the nonprofit working with millions of people just like you to end littering, improve recycling, and beautify our communities. Because every mindful action and sustainable habit has a positive impact, and it all adds up. Learn how you can join Keep America Beautiful at kab.org. Together, we can do beautiful things. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Back to the workday red zone. Kara and Kate with you. 9303776 is the number to call. Heads up, no A State baseball tomorrow. Ole Miss has canceled that game. So uh, that's it. So if you didn't see the Red Wolves at the time this weekend, then you're not going to see the Red Wolves in 2022 at home. You can go to ULM this weekend if you want. Go take in some A-State Warhawk baseball. And quick heads up. I will inevitably lie to you at some point in time this week This week, in terms of that series. Because you get so accustomed in college baseball to everything being Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There are two exceptions to that throughout the course of the year. You've got Easter weekend where the series moves Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So they don't play on Easter Sunday. And then you've got the final week. Of the regular season, which is this week coming up when that series shifts to Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I, I'm going to lie to you at some point in time and tell you that that is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday series. Because that's just, it breaks my brain a little bit when we're on these other weeks. But uh, but uh, enough rambling about that because it's not so much the days that this series is played. is the outcomes that is so important to Arkansas State Baseball. 
Uh, look, this has been a brutal year for A-State. The record will show that. The Red Wolves are 5-21 and in Sunbelt Conference play. Right now, that has them at 12th out of 12 teams in the Sunbelt Conference standings. But as bad as it's been, despite the fact that A-State has lost seven straight conference games out of its eight of its last nine, and then uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven conference series this year, despite all of that, A-State still has a chance to make it to the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. There is one way and one way only that Arkansas State can accomplish this. First things first, they have to sweep ULM. If they lose even a game in that series, if there is a tie in that series, Arkansas State baseball does not go to the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. Additionally, because usually when you have a season like A-State does, it means you're going to need some help. Uh, additionally, everybody's going to be an Eagles fan this weekend in the sense that uh, Georgia Southern needs to take the series from UTA. That game is at, or those that series, excuse me, in Statesboro, and Georgia Southern either needs to win two out of three or, or all three. But, again, it's, it's irrelevant unless Arkansas State baseball sweeps ULM. Now, ULM only has one more win than A-State does. So if you're looking at the standings and you're trying to figure out why, you know, ULM with only one more win has to get swept, it's because the Sun Belt does its standings kind of weird in terms of ties. I guess it's it's not kind of weird. It's actually fairly commonplace, but it tried to break my brain earlier today when I was trying to do the math. Basically, if you have a tie, it counts as a half of a win. So instead of it looking at a true win percentage where you only factor in your win totals into it, you get full credit for a win and half credit for a tie. Don't overthink it. I'm already overthinking it. <laughs> I, I really tried to hurt myself this morning when I was trying to figure out win percentages and all of that. But basically, let me just reiterate what I said earlier and quit talking about all this tie nonsense. Arkansas State has to sweep this weekend to make it to the Sun Belt Conference Tournament. That's it. So, either the Red Wolves do that or the season is over. Those, yeah. are, those are your outcomes. All right, there. If, if they were to sweep and then, uh, you know, they get some help from Georgia Southern, Arkansas State would be able to make it in as the 10 seed in the tournament. But you got to do that. It has just been, uh, it's been a tough season. It really has been. And so, we'll, there's a lot of questions about what's, what's next for this program in terms of resources, in terms of, um, if, if this program can get the help it needs now that Arkansas State is under um, new athletics leadership. But since that new athletics leader has been on the scene for like 10 days now, if that, we don't have answers to those questions yet. And it'll probably be a little bit before we do. So it is what it is. I say 10 days. He was, uh, it was 11 days ago that he was named, I think, the VCIA. And then just a week ago today that he was introduced. So surely by now he's at least seen his office, which was something that was not the case a week ago. But other than that, uh, not sure where he started at in terms of being able to get the game plan together for what the future of Arkansas State Athletics looks like. I'm sure we'll know soon enough. I did see him at least, you know, put out an A-State tweet over the weekend uh, where he congratulated the women's track and field yeah. team for their first place finish there in, in Lafayette. Uh, A-State women's track uh, turns out still really, really good. Um, they actually just, this is now their third straight Sunbelt Conference Outdoor Championship. 
it is the Red Wolves' second straight Triple Crown. And what that means, the Triple Crown events in track and field are cross-country, indoor track and field, and outdoor track and field. So now for two consecutive seasons, A-State has won all of those. The reason it's not, the reason they don't have even more wins in a row is because, you know, 2020, the outdoor season was canceled. Or at least the championships were due to due to COVID. So uh, basically, A-State had the most points after the very first event, and then had the most points after the 21st event. From wire to wire, this was a victory for the A-State women. So they continued to just uh, just completely dominate there in any um, track and field performance. The men had a good meet, but sometimes you just have to tip your cap to the opposition. Like every dude who competed for South Alabama had some career best or something like that. Really, um, A-State didn't underachieve in terms of the men coming in second. South Alabama kind of kind of overachieved. And uh, I think there were also a couple of, of A-State guys that were hampered in some of their events. So there were a couple of events where guys that were expecting to score points might not have been able to go or finish as strong as, as they had hoped. So this wasn't a, a bad finish for the A-State men. It just was a, a situation where South Alabama really stepped up. So uh, the men were not able to finish first and, and get the sweep, but still another great season for Arkansas State track and field. Not completely over, by the way. Um, they still have now NCAA regionals and uh, the the outdoor championships, but those are, you know, more individual things as opposed to team events. So a great weekend keeping tabs on Arkansas State track and field. Congratulations to both of those programs. But, you know, especially the women went out, kicked butt, and took names over the weekend. Uh, one other quick A-State nugget to throw at you as we switch to football. Football did pick up a, a commitment over the weekend. From a young man by the name of Treviance Bronson. And he is a interior defensive lineman who is transferring to Arkansas State from Lamar. Uh, good size, 6'3", 275. And I don't have his notes from last year. I can look at those. But as a freshman, he played in 10 games and earned four starts and was pretty solid uh, his freshman season for Lamar. See if I can get some stats for you from. Oh, wait. I'm... <laughs> Last season was his freshman season. So he'll have he'll be a sophomore when he gets to Arkansas State and have three years left to play. I uh, did that cool thing where I kind of forgot what year <laughs> it was. And I was like, 20? I don't know. It's it's Monday. Bear with me. This This show is not going well. I've had to do a lot of math today. Trying to figure out recruiting math. With COVID numbers, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. So the next hour and 15 minutes should be real fun. Let's take a break, see if I can maybe possibly kind of not really get back on track and come back and wrap up this noon hour without too many more screw-ups here on the Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. When the Mavericks traded for Kristaps Porzingis in 2019, a lot of people thought Porzingis would be Luka's running mate for the foreseeable future. Dallas's trade didn't work out that way. The big man wasn't a bust, but towards the end of his time in Dallas, Porzingis was more of a big name than he was a big player. That convinced the Mavs to deal Porzingis to the Wizards at the trade deadline. Many people agreed that Porzingis' experiment wasn't working, so the deal wasn't entirely shocking. But the return left many NBA fans scratching their heads. 
The Mavs received Spencer Didwitty and Davis Bertans in exchange for the former All-Star. But just because you trade a big name doesn't mean you're not trying to win. Dinwiddie's been a nice fit next to Doncic. And last night, he contributed 30 points in the blowout win over the Suns. So the next time a big name is moved, don't be so quick to judge because sometimes the big name players don't always win games. Sometimes the fit's more important. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Callaway's new Rogue ST Fairway Woods aren't just their longest ever. They're up to 10 yards longer. And now this game-changing distance comes in three models. Rogue ST Max, that fits most players because of the neutral ball flight. Then there's the Max D, engineered for a high launch and if you draw the ball. Finally, for better players, Max LS is Callaway's lowest spinning with neutral ball flight in a compact shape. Find your Rogue ST fairway at callawaygolf.com slash go rogue. And now a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that you actually want and something that you can actually use, something like cashback match. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, because when it comes to rewards, you can't go wrong with cash back. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limit. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash or call 870-934-1907. Let NEA Golf Cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA Golf Cars offers new carts and all the top brands, including Onward by Club Car and a large selection of used carts, plus all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season. Go to NEAGolfCars.com or call 236-GOLF for more information. It's goodbye, Can I Ride With You guy, and hello, sweet ride. Thanks to NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. Would you like to earn up to $21.25 per hour? Would you like opportunities like growth advancement and enjoy benefits? Denso and Osceola is offering just that in your first year. Denso is the industry leader in the design of advanced automotive systems. Denso builds the best products in the world by hiring the best people. You can earn up to $21.25 per hour and get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 paid holidays in your first year by becoming a Denso team member today. Start your new career with Denso. Denso also offers referral bonuses, plus medical, vision, dental insurance, and a 401k with a 4% match. Apply today at DensoCareers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. That's D-E-N-S-O Careers.com and search Osceola, Arkansas. Walk-in interviews every Wednesday from 9 to 11.30 a.m. at 100 Denso Road in Osceola. Earn up to $21.25 per hour. Get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 days paid holiday plus benefits today with Denso. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. 
Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Just a couple minutes left in this noon hour. We've still got an hour after that, and we'll dive into a lot of uh, pro sport conversations. Obviously, we've got to touch base about the way the Grizzlies season ended and, of course, what's next for the future. And uh, don't worry, I still I, I plan to have a full segment on Albert Pujols pitching and exactly breaking down every single pitch that he threw last night, the full scouting report on what you know opponents can look forward to when he pitches in the future. That one inning, maybe, that he'll pitch. And he gave up one or two home runs. I saw one on Twitter. I didn't know if he yeah, gave up another one. There is a couple. Okay. Yeah, a 36 ERA is usually not going to get you in the hall. Yeah, not <laughs> not great. I did see the the clip where Evan Longoria asked yeah. to keep the ball, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was pretty entertaining uh, to see that happen last night. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call if you want to jump in and recap the weekend with us. Uh, looking around the USFL from the weekend, uh, the Red Wolves alum still continuing to fare well. Um, I I might have missed it, but I didn't see at least any you know viral Jay Adams catches from over the weekend. It seems like he's had one of those pretty much every weekend that he stepped on the field for the New Orleans Breakers, but uh, they lost, so there was certainly no no game winning catch from Jay Adams over the weekend, although uh, he did once again get in the end zone, had four catches for 60 yards, so he continues to be one of the leading receivers in the USFL. Also continuing to play well is Chris Odom for the Houston Gamblers. Uh, Just one tackle this week, although it was a tackle for loss, also recorded a pass defended there for Houston, but they lost as well, making it actually 0 for 3. For the Red Wolves alums over the weekend. Because Cody Brown with the Philly Stars. A good game for him individually. Six tackles all solo. But they lost 30-17 to Birmingham. So over this weekend for the A-State alums in the USFL. I will get around to watching these games soon. I'm, I've yet to watch one. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm trying to speak it into existence. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Because I have, uh, I've, I've not, not uh, kept tabs on that the way I should at this point in time. When I, when I see a clip, uh, especially a clip of you know somebody like Jay Adams showing out, I, I certainly make it a point to look at that on social media. But I have not watched a game yet. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, speaking of weekend matchups, last week we told you that uh, there was a pretty important matchup going on here in this studio as Kate Carlton and I were battling in fantasy baseball and my team didn't show up you know <laughs> I mean I don't want to throw anybody under the bus but you know Robbie Ray is terrible and the rest of my pitching is terrible and there's only so much you can do when your entire roster ends up with an ERA around four and a half and I lost I choked I choked it was embarrassing I am an embarrassment to the sport. I should quit now and just resign uh, from the Fantasy Baseball League and just never show my face again um, anywhere in, in Northeast Arkansas. Actually, it's, I mean, yeah, I lost, but I am being a little bit probably melodramatic about it. Only my, I think it was only my first loss this season. So Yeah, I'll, I didn't win by back. much. So I'm still 11th in the standing, so it really did nothing to help my cause here. My team's still bad. I, uh, I I had a lot of hits, just didn't have the extra base hits that I needed. Again, the pitching was was trash. Um, but I guess at the end of the day, I am still I'm still in second, so I'll be I'll be all right. But uh, we did make a bet on the outcome 
So what was the flavor of Little Debbie's ice cream that you're after? Um, the They had the Cosmic Brownie, right? Yes. Yeah, that was the flavor then. All yeah. right. All right. We'll see. <laughs> it may be a well, few yeah, months. Yeah. <laughs> it may be a few months before it like comes I, to fruition. I will follow through on my bet. I promise you. <laughs> no, I mean I, I'm not saying on your end. I'm saying on the uh, no, I don't. it being in stock yeah, end. Yeah, it might it might be a little bit, but I promise <laughs> I will find a way to get it to you. It just might not be this week or this month or this summer. It's <laughs> it just it will it will be an eventually type situation uh let's look at the cabinetcars.com question before we go to break haven't talked about it a lot it's kind of wordy probably could have done a better job with with uh how i phrased it but again it's it's monday and the the gears are um gears grinding pretty slowly today but if you had to root for one this is kind of a hypothetical who would you root for the team that knocked out your team in the playoffs or otherwise ended their season or the team facing the team that knocked out your team. Does that make sense? I hope it kind of makes sense. Uh, but right now, most of you are, are not really in favor of cheering for the team that beat your team. Even if maybe they ended up having a, you know, good rest of the postseason. You could, you could say that your team got beat by the champ. But yeah, nobody's really feeling that today. 57% of you would rather cheer for the team that is facing that team. So... That is the KavanaughCars.com question. We'll continue to look at that poll throughout the course of the program. And we'll check back in on it a few different times in our number two. I always personally, after my team loses in the playoffs, I usually take the next series off or the next uh, round off. What I mean by that is I usually spend about a week in my feelings and don't really watch what happens after that and then come back and follow the championship or the world series or the whatever else, whatever round is next. That's usually when I'll dive back into it. But I usually, I usually need a couple days to sulk. Yeah. I, I may not watch a lot and it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm sulking. It just has everything to do with the fact that for the next like 10 games, the Cubs are going to be the best team in baseball because they play the pirates, <laughs> the diamondbacks and the reds. So, I mean, I'm going to watch that over. Diamondbacks are above 500 though. Yeah. The Cubs still won the series this weekend. Though. Okay. Okay. So, three I'm games against Pittsburgh, four games against Arizona, four games against the Reds. Like, that, that takes precedence. They're going to be the best team in baseball for, like, okay. a week and a half. How many games are they going to win out of the next ten? Uh, seven or eight. Okay. Feeling confident. I mean, they get the Reds four games. I know. I know. <laughs> the Reds threw a no-hitter and still lost. I mean, it... Yeah. Yeah, we'll have our regularly scheduled summer make fun of the reds segment coming up later on in the program because that is absolutely that that's a pretty impressive feat to throw a no hitter and still lose yeah the reds did that we'll talk about how that happened in the second hour of the program but reds of course we'll look around the nl central talk about the cardinals albert pujols wayno yanni making some history as well and then in addition to that talk grizzlies with you and, and so much more after this keep it here with us we'll be back after this on the workday red zone
This is Will Oswald with your Monday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update. Brought to you by Flaysa Tire Service. If you had tickets for tomorrow night's home finale for A-State Baseball against Ole Miss, you can call the box office for a refund. Ole Miss this morning announcing they have canceled the game in Jonesboro tomorrow night due to traveling and scheduling circumstances. So that means the home schedule ended with a three-game sweep at the hands of Georgia State over the weekend. Panthers winning the series finale yesterday 5-4. to four. A-State closes out the regular season on the road at Louisiana Monroe Thursday through Saturday. A-State's women winning their third straight Outdoor Sunbelt Conference Track and Field Championship Saturday in Lafayette, Louisiana. And their second straight triple crown. The men coming up just 11 and a half points short of a repeat on the men's side. South Alabama edging out the Red Wolves for the title. And the Cardinals open up a four-game series in New York. The seeding pregame coverage at 5:15 on 95.9 The Wolf. Four tires in one hour. That's guaranteed at Plants and Tire Service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Follow me on a new healthcare journey full of possibilities. Experience world-class care delivered by friends, family, and neighbors right here in your community. Bringing industry-leading technology to you, not the other way around. Your health record, your appointment scheduling, and your medications all in one place. And your lab results delivered the instant they're recorded. Do we look at healthcare differently? Absolutely. Experience the difference and you will too. NEA Baptist, healthcare for the next century. When is a gift more than just a gift? When it's personalized and as unique as the person it's for. Unique Inc. has all your one-of-a-kind gift-giving needs for grads, dads, and every special occasion. Shirts, hats, accessories, and a new line of striker outdoor apparel perfect for the adventure lover in your life. Pick out the perfect gift for your special someone and then make it truly unique with monogramming, embroidery, screen printing, and more. When you think unique gifts, think unique ink. 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard in Jonesboro. When it comes to servicing your vehicle, trust the folks at Purcell Tire and Service Center. Purcell provides unbeatable service, and that includes free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art Hawkeye alignment machine. Plus, every Tuesday is Ladies' Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just $37.95. And Purcell continues to be the home of the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call them at 972-TIRE. 972-TIRE. Or go see your friends at Purcell Tire and Service Center, Parker and Caraway, Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac invites you to stop in and see our vintage Chevrolet on display. Originally owned by Mr. W.R. Bill Weaver, Central's 90th anniversary is this month, and we invite you to come celebrate with us. Central Chevrolet Cadillac is open 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 3207 Stadium Boulevard in Jonesboro. Central Chevrolet Cadillac, your home for meet or beat prices for 90 years. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for Elite Total Health. And if you're ready to lose weight and you're tired of choking down bars and shakes and you're tired of going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. You see, the Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey, is medically assisted and supervised by a team that's going to customize a plan to fit your life and your goals. And they have multiple weight loss medication options, including Fentermine. So there's no need to drive hours away to get the medicine that's going to help you lose weight. You can do all of that in Jonesboro at the all-new Elite total health. And y'all, most of their current patients have lost double digits in their first 30 days, with many losing as much as 15, 16, or 17 pounds in only 30 days. Schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on Saturday. Call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jones Borough. 
This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. We made it some way, somehow, halfway through a Monday. So one hour down, one hour to go. Kara Ritchie and Kate Carlton here with you. In the studio, we'll have a lot of open phone lines the second hour of the program at 9303-776. And you can jump in on the phones and recap a busy sporting weekend with us. You know, whatever's on your mind, whatever your little heart desires. Still got some NBA playoff action coming up, but uh, we're kind of getting to the, not quite to the slowness of the summer, I guess you could say, but you can you kind of see it. Kind of makes me nervous a little bit, which, look, I can talk about baseball all day, every day, but I don't know if the rest of you are on board for two hours of that conversation Monday through Friday, but I guess we will we'll cross that bridge when we get there as there's still a few other things to touch base on. Before we switch to, you know, wall-to-wall baseball coverage here in <laughs> probably just a few short weeks. But uh, 930-3776, the number to call. Asking you today, uh, kind of a hypothetical here. If you had to root for one, who, who would you root for? A team that knocked your team out of the playoffs or the team that's facing that team? So basically say you're a Grizzlies fan. This round, do you root for the Warriors? You could say, hey, you know, the team that knocked us out, they're actually the best team and might as well see them win the whole thing. Or do you want to see them get knocked out too? So in this situation, you would pull for Dallas. Yeah. That's the KavanaughCars.com question. KavanaughCars.com. Of course, a great place to head if you are looking for a new ride. Um, what they have there is obviously they have all of their inventory online. And it's all of the inventory from every single Kavanaugh dealership. So Kavanaugh Hyundai, Kavanaugh Ford, Kavanaugh Kia, all right there at one spot. And then in addition to that, uh, they've got all of the other things there online to help you get through the car buying process. So you can go ahead and do all the financing stuff. Get pre-approved, find out what your trade-in is worth, calculate your payments, all of that. Uh, They really do make it just a one-stop shop for you at Kavanaugh Cars. Dot com. More on that question coming up later. More on the Grizzlies coming up here in a moment. As unfortunately the season is over in Memphis. Which uh kind of disappointing, but um, it is what it is. It's always going to be tough for the Grizzlies to be able to extend their playoff run without their best player. But 110-96 was a final at Golden State back on Friday. And we'll look more at the particulars of that game coming up in just a moment. But let's go to the Ritter Communications Hotline and check in with Miss Lisa. How are you? Well, I'm about in the shape that you're in today. I, I told Kate, I said, I'm going to try to make Kara feel a little bit better. She's sort of down the dumps, and I'm right down there with her. I've got to pull for Ole Miss this weekend. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, Arkansas lost two out of three at home mm-hmm. at mom, and we go to Alabama this weekend, which you know in baseball, not you know you hate to say is not that big a deal, but it's baseball. So we need uh, Alabama to beat at least, I think it's one game. They, we need them to beat uh, A&M, so we need them just to go ahead and just win all three of them if they can, you know, to win outright, to stay in first place in the West. But I was talking to Kate about this, and I, I listened to Wade's call and David's call, too, and they were both good calls. Um, and David said in a few years, ASU would have softball. Now, have is that a done deal? Do you do they know they're going to have softball, or did I misunderstand what he said? You got to have the financials for it. They've they've A State has been on the verge of having softball for about three seasons, and it's not necessarily. The initial investment. They did have the money for the initial investment. However, that was prior to COVID. And I know COVID did a number on athletic departments around the country. But yes, the, it did. But the issue was, at the time, being able to get the extra money in the yearly budget to be able to fund the program. That was the holdup in 2019. And again, with COVID changing finances, I don't know what necessarily that landscape looks like in terms of how quickly a program could be started. Well, I don't either, but I was just going to tell you this. Um, you know, and I, it's a, it's kind of, um, I don't know, I got sad a while ago. It just sort of, I thought, you know, what a mountain seems like, you know, the group of five schools are facing. And, um, and even with the Power Five schools, all of them aren't just rolling out the money either. And it's going to get, I hate to come on here and be even more negative than maybe what a lot of, but sometimes you just have to tell the truth. In my opinion, it's going to get worse because gas is higher. I mean, food prices are through the roof and all this stuff, and I just think donations will continue to be down for a while till the economy is back up a little bit. And all programs, I don't care who you are, are going to have to learn to cut some corners. But sometimes, you know, it's just like at home. We don't, we don't have corners to cut. Yeah. But, um, I would like to see ASU get a softball team because, you know, Green County Tech is in the state finals this year. First time ever. I mean, we made history, and I, I'm just so proud of those girls. And some of them that I know would maybe, maybe one or two, maybe one, maybe none, I don't know, would be good enough to play. I don't know. But... um they made history the same day the Razorback women did by winning. And I see softball as an upcoming, you know, I never really liked softball that much. And then I I got to watching it yeah. for the SEC tournament. And my goodness, it's fast-paced, and I think it might go over as well at ASU as the baseball does. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't disagree with you. I think there's a lot of support for it in this area, and just in just in general. You know, you look at 
you look at uh, viewership numbers from the past few years in terms of the Women's College World Series and things like that, the numbers are always up, and it seems like they go up every single year because more and more people are getting excited about the sport all over the country. And, and regionally, I think that would be the case, too. But David saying one thing, you can just give that to the girls. You got to have more bathrooms now, David, for girls. You know, the men can get by with coffee cans and stuff like that, but the women can't. And I know when I went to the baseball game at ASU, I went out there with Uncle B, who we call Uncle B on Bud Show, and, uh, Watched ASU play Ole Miss two or three, I don't know how long ago it's been, years mm-hmm. ago. In fact, ASU won the game. I remember that. But uh, there was only one bathroom. And uh, I have to, seems like I was out there every 30 minutes. That's how the reason I know. But this money thing and trying to find money under rocks, it's hard. And I don't envy anybody having to do it. I, I don't envy anyone having to do it. But anyway, maybe it'll get better. If You know what? Sometimes things have to get better, worse before they get better, but sometimes they've got as low as you think they can go. And, but anyway, Kate, I'm saying it. Hotty toddy this weekend. Go <laughs> old men. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks, Miss Lisa. Might be might be a first and a last. We hear those words from yeah. from Miss Lisa on the phone line. So I hope everybody took note of that. Uh, let's stay on the Ritter Communications hotline. See what Chuck is up to today. How are you? I'm doing good. I hope Miss Lisa's not feeling bad. Kind of kind of weird to hear that comment that she ended up that she closed out that phone call with. Yes, yes, ma'am. It is. I. I guess the topic of the day is everybody's going to talk about girls' softball, right? Well, it it wasn't the original question of the day, but we have talked about it a lot today, so if, if that's what's on your mind, then keep on keeping on. Oh, well, man, don't they? They have a girls' club team out there, yes. right? Yes, a very successful one, one that uh, won the, the um, Club Sport World Series a few years back. Well, that's what I was going to say, and they're very successful. Mm-hmm. I mean... Can they not go to somebody and say, hey, look, this is what we're doing as a club. You know, we're doing it right. I mean, we're winning championships. Because to me, it seems like somebody would be willing to put the money up to start softball out there. Which I know you got to have a stadium. Yeah. And I understand that, and that'll take a couple years to build. Especially this, right now, the way material is for everything. You know, but it looks like Somebody would donate the money to start softball out there. Yeah. Again, it's not it's not even necessarily just the initial initial investment. It's also making sure you got the money and the budget to be able to fund it correctly. Because for example, if you if you look at the Sun Belt, I think everybody knows at this point in time that, that the Sun Belt is a pretty good baseball league, right? But we don't really yeah. talk about how good the softball league is because A State doesn't play Sun Belt softball. Sun Belt softball is good. Good, good. Um, the Raging Cajuns spent multiple years as a top 10 program, and now they're probably just a top 25 program, so they probably all think they fell off. But uh, they're good. Texas State is good. I want to say Sunbelt Softball got maybe four teams into the NCAA tournament last year, and that doesn't even count. Uh, one of the new additions, like James Madison, who was the, the kind of darling of the Women's College World Series after they knocked off Oklahoma 
early on in that yeah. tournament. So so softball is going to be great. So you can't just minimally fund the program just to have a program and hope that good things will happen because the league is too good for that. Oh, I, I agree. But, I mean, and let me ask you another question. Now, with this Title IX thing that's going on, I guess there's enough sports for women out at ASU do not have softball then with Title IX? Yes and no. Um, there are different interpretations of Title IX. And there are some people who would look at A-State's programs and say that Arkansas State is not even close to Title IX compliant. Because it is viewed in some cases as, all right, you got to have the same number of scholarships for women as you do for men. And if that's the case, you're always going to need more women's teams because, of course, you've got to fund 80, 85 scholarships for football. And that just that's a huge number that you have to balance out. So in that aspect, right now, Arkansas State is not Title IX compliant. They do not fund the same number of women athletes as they do men. But there's other people who look at Title IX and say, all right, it's okay as long as you fund each one of those student athletes accurately. So um, if you've got a training table for football, you need to have a training table for women's bowling. If you put this much into travel per student athlete in football, you need to put that much into travel per student athlete in volleyball. And so that's another way to look at it. But to be honest with you, I don't know if A-State is Title IX compliant in that aspect either. So it's just... Um, some of the numbers there, I'm not 100% sure of. Well, see, I don't understand Title IX anyway, so that's just a question I had. But, yeah, I mean, I don't understand how some of these girls are playing club league out, how that ASU ain't playing on an NCAA league, you know, team at some other school, if you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, well, there's – I don't know what the difference is in, in terms of level, like in terms of talent level. Like what would happen if you took A-State club softball and just threw them into Division One softball? You know, what, what would the talent different look talent difference look like? Um, I, I don't know the answer to that. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't either. So, I mean, I'd love for it to come out there. I, I watch a lot of the softball because – you know, my daughter's played softball. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a granddaughter that's starting to play softball now. So I've been around softball pretty much, you know, and then I played men's league when I right after I got out of high school. I wasn't much on baseball growing up. You know, I played little league until I started playing football, and then I was done. You know, I enjoyed softball more. You know, I wish ASU would get a softball league, you know, yeah. team, you know. But there again, you know, how many people would come out and watch it? You know, like with the baseball team, how many people come out and watch it? You know, it goes back to could you fund it with ticket buyers, you know? Well, you'd have to fund it with with donations and things like that because it's – I think A-State softball would get good support, but not enough for it to be a revenue sport. So you're not necessarily right. looking at funding it through ticket sales. You're you're looking at uh, funding it through overall, you know, university donations and things like that. Okay. Well, Kara, thank you for taking my call. That's all I had. Uh, I wanted to put my two cents in on that. I appreciate you answering my questions. Y'all have a great day and go Red Wolves. Thanks for the phone call today, Chuck. Hey, uh, quick shout out to A State softball. Again, uh, A-State does have a softball team at the club level. 
that has had a lot of success since they have been formed. And they were formed back in 2011. It's the NCSA is the division that they play in National Club Softball Association. And they actually have their World Series coming up this upcoming weekend. The National Tournament is going to be May 19th through the 22nd at Columbus, Georgia. Arkansas State is the number one overall seed. So it's a really good club program. It's a great club program. And uh, I apologize, I cannot remember the year that they won the World Series. That uh, that slips my mind, the year that they were the national champion. But uh, really good team. Uh, most recently, they won the Mid-America Regional Championship this season. They were undefeated in that tournament, actually outscored their opponents <clears throat> 37-6. So this is a pretty pretty good club softball team. Not bad. <laughs> they're yeah, they're not pretty bad. good. They're pretty good. <laughs> Uh, so uh, a reminder, keep tabs on them coming up this weekend. They do have um, a, a uh, Facebook page for those of you that are on social media. Arkansas State Red Wolves Softball is where you can follow along. And again, look forward to keeping tabs on them this weekend in Columbus. Uh, let's hit pause here. Do you want to catch up with everybody on the Grizzlies? Uh, Friday night, not what, uh, not what I personally wanted to see. But that being said, the future is bright. All kinds of bright for Memphis. So more on that when we return. Keep it with us on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. As your governor, I will not be intimidated by the serious challenges we face. I will courageously lead. I will stand with our brave law enforcement officers, promote law and order, and keep our community safe. I will prohibit sanctuary cities and cut off funding for cities that deliberately violate immigration laws. I'll begin phasing out the state income tax to give you a pay raise. We will educate kids, not indoctrinate them with the left's agenda. As White House Press Secretary, I never had to worry about the far left and their allies at CNN or the New York Times defining me, because I have a creator who's already done that. I'm a Christian, a wife, a mom a proud Arkansan. My opponents will do everything in their power to destroy me, but I will not apologize for who I am or who I'm fighting for. I'm fighting for you. Paid for by Sarah for Governor. Hey, y'all, it's Brandon Baxter for my tire and wheel store, Local Tire and Wheel. And in the month of May, don't drive on those May Pop tires. You know those tires that may pop at any time. Because in May, $5 gets you started on all in-stock passenger tires. We're talking new, safe, reliable tires. With peace of mind from Local Tire and Wheel's roadside assistance and road hazard protection programs. Now, it may sound too good to be true. But it's true. $5 gets you started on four brand new tires today. Plus, Local Tire and Wheel now offers six months, same as cash. You get the cash price. But you have six months to pay. And if you need longer than six months, that's cool too. Because Local Tire and Wheel will build a payment plan to fit your budget. Plus, no credit check and everyone approved. Say goodbye to those Maypop tires and get started for only $5 out of pocket today on all in stock passenger tires. Six months, same as cash. Payments to fit your budget. No credit check and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. 
Eric works at NEA Construction. I love coming to work, and I don't even set my alarm to go to work. Like, I look forward to coming to work, and I don't want to miss work because it's just a good place to come. Northeast Arkansas Construction is hiring to build the future, building out the region's fiber optic network to connect to the world. Eric, do you feel like there's a good future here for you at NEA Construction? Oh, yes, yes. A lot of room to grow in this company. That's where I came in. The more experience you have, the better off you're going to be. NEA Construction takes pride in being Arkansas's leading fiber optic construction company. Join our great work environment with state-of-the-art equipment, full training, fully paid health insurance, and paid vacation, all at industry-leading hourly pay. Call 870-972-8565 or visit nearkansasconstruction.com. Northeast Arkansas Construction. We make a difference. Equal opportunity employer. You've got a lot of plans on your summer bucket list this year, but yard work doesn't have to be one of them. Call the professionals at J&K Lawn and Tree Service today. You want your yard to be the best looking one on the block, but you also want to enjoy all the summer fun with friends and family. Don't waste your precious time or hire someone whose work is just okay. Call J&K Lawn and Tree Service at 897-1329. That's 897-1329. Don't settle for okay when you can have J&K this summer. The basketball playoffs are here, and you can wager on all the games with the Bentley Sportsbook from Southland Casino. It's the first online sportsbook live in Arkansas. Visit Bentley.com to sign up and cash in on your up to $250 risk-free first bet. Bentley Online Sports Betting offers real paydays. Place bets on pro and amateur sports, including the local teams with Bentley, B. Betly.com. Plus, you'll get paid in cash. Betley, Arkansas is available on the Apple App Store. Download now for easy action on today's games. Must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Big news from the northwest corner of the state. No, it's not news about like that raccoon being rabid or anything like that. Uh, Hunter Yurichek has tweeted out a picture of a Coke bottle. <laughs> it's, it, is, it is actually big news. Uh, that's the latest news there from uh, the University of Arkansas. That tweet's been out for five minutes and has 444 likes. So I think the Razorback faithful were ready for that change. Yeah. I mean, I was, um, imagine having to drink Diet Pepsi when Diet Coke exists. Like, come on. 9303776 is the number to call. Looking at the news of the weekend, uh, Grizzlies fall 110 to 96 at Golden State. And fantastic season is over. I mean, that's kind of the way way you look at it. Uh, you can look at the season overall. You can look at just how game six went. And there were moments uh, to be happy with both. And then, But ultimately, you know, when you have the kind of season that the Grizzlies did, you finished with the second best record in the association. You would have hoped to at least see the team get to the Western Conference Finals. But you know why it didn't happen. And mainly that was due to, to John Morant. Game, game six kind of encapsulated why that – 
discussion about the Grizzlies being better without John Morant was was dead wrong. Were they better defensively without John Morant? Yes, very much so. And the reason they were able to get those 20-plus wins without him is because that's when the defense stepped up big. But you flash back to game six when it got to the end of that game when you needed some guy, some superstar on your roster to take over in the fourth quarter. And with Josh sideline, Memphis didn't have that. They missed their final 10 shots. Now, there were things that went wrong in that game that Job would not have been able to help. You know, the fact that uh, mainly the Grizzlies got annihilated on the glass in that game. You know, Job could have helped a little bit there, but but not a lot. Yeah. But, uh, but, you know, you look at the fact that, you know, the Grizzlies were again able to force turnovers there against Golden State, but not able to turn them into near as many points as they did in Game 5. And, and again, they just the Grizzlies did not have a closer um, in Game 6. And so... You saw kind of what happens at the end of the day when a team can uh, exploit the fact that, that a team was at, without their best player. Um, and, and the Warriors did that in, in game six of that series. Also, Clay Thompson was stellar. I mean, you do have to tip your cap some to, to Golden State. We kind of saw a little bit of a vintage Clay. He put up 30 points. And that, of course, is a Warriors team that still, it, it seems like it takes so little for them to find a spark. And then when they do, they're able to turn it on. And that's what teams that have gone out and had success in the postseason are typically able to do you find one small thing you, you rally around it and Golden State was able to do that and that game was close throughout but at the end of the day the Warriors outscored Memphis 32 to 19 in the, in the final frame and so it was a bad time for the Grizzlies to go cold again yeah miss her final 10 shots I knew they were going to have a run at some point yeah. I just you know they did. Hoped it, ho- hoped it didn't happen. Because the Grizzlies responded like every single run the Warriors had. I knew there was like a 10-0 run coming, and it came at like the worst time of the game. It did. Right there at the end, you know, the Grizzlies had what about um, – they only scored, what, a couple points in that final four minutes or so? Yeah. And that, that typically is, is going to get you beat, and that's what happened at the Chase Center. All in all, though, I – you know, I was – disappointed when it ended i was disappointed how it ended but you know 48 hours or however many hours we are removed from the end of that yeah, 60 hours whatever i'm feeling awfully good about this grizzlies franchise a little disappointed yes because especially now like the playoffs are just wide open any one of these four teams that are left could win this thing and if the grizzlies had been able to get past golden state and make it into the final four of the nba playoffs you feel like they would have had just as good of a shot at the title as anybody else. So there is some yeah. disappointment there in the fact that, you know, there there was room for even more potential and, and the Grizzlies weren't able to to get there and seize that. But, but, you know, I don't know how you don't look at the season as a whole and just be ecstatic about what we got to see and then what's next for the future of this this franchise. You flash back to the, to the preseason. I went back and looked at some preseason previews from different sites and, uh, the general over-under in wins for Memphis was 41-and-a-half. And, of course, Memphis just obliterated that. Um, I mean, they got to that point with a month and change still left in the season. They were over that 41-and-a-half mark. Um, most prog- prognosticators, NBA insiders, what analysts, whatever you want to call them, th- maybe 20% of NBA riders across the country even had the Grizzlies in the playoffs let alone making it to a Western Conference semis, having the two seed in the West, anything like that. I mean, when you look at based on preseason external expectations and even, you know, preseason fan expectations, the Grizzlies just overachieved 
in every possible sense that you could. And then now you have a really, really exciting offseason to look at because I think Ja sitting around and, and watching over the past week, he does not, he, he's the type of player that has enough pride in his game that he does not want to be known as a defensive liability. I am, I, I don't really know what more he can, there are things he can do obviously to improve his offensive game. Every player has yeah. to continue to work, but but it's not like there's this massive overhaul that that needs to be had in terms of how he plays when he's got the ball in his hand. He's good. Um, can he get better? Sure, but if he never improves offensively, he's still going to be really, really good in that aspect. He's going to have to get better on defense. And I think he's going to because I don't think there's ever going to be another season where where he's going to be okay with a national discussion of are the Grizzlies better without Jaw. Now, again, we know that that is not true. But that's a conversation that came up repeatedly this year. Every time Memphis was able to knock off another high-profile opponent or, you know, when they had that 39-point win over the Grizz- over the Warriors, excuse me, in, in Game 5, you know, there was constantly that narrative, are the Grizzlies better without Jaw? I don't, I, I think you want to get to a point where there's never even remotely a question or a hint of a possibility of that question being asked. So I think what he's going to work towards in the offseason is, is to try and step up his defensive game while still, you know, tweaking his offense just a little bit to continue to uh, stay on top of things there. But when you look at other possibilities for this offseason, you know, management and ownership make it sound like they're not going to be afraid to spend. I know everybody thinks of Memphis as a small market team because Memphis is not in one of the major metropolitan areas in the association it's not new york it's not la it's not atlanta it's not dallas they're considered a small market team but remember that robert para does not have small pockets no not even close um it was two months ago maybe three months ago espn.com put out an article on para and put out an article that looked at the finances among owners in the association and Robert Pear is the third richest owner in the NBA. There is not a significant concern about Memphis not being able to step up and give Ja what he's worth. But, of course, you can't just build around a player. You know, you've got to be able to make sure that you've got money for so many of the other players on this roster as well. And by all accounts, it, says like the, it, it sounds like the Grizzlies have that money and, and might even possibly have the money to go out and, and do something in terms of free agency. I don't necessarily know what particular piece they would be targeting, but you know, yesterday the Grizzlies did some, I guess like the exit interviews or whatever. Uh, There were player interviews or coach interviews, but there was also uh, interviews in terms of, you know, the leadership. Zach Kleeman is uh, what the team president. Is that his title? I mean, he's the, Uh, he's the head honcho. GM team president. Yeah, GM, GM. That's, uh, that's probably um, his actual title. But, uh, by the way, the guy who just won an award from his peers is being the top manager in the association. But he said that he won't have any issue paying anyone he wants to pay. And he gave a shout-out to the owner for Robert Perez, quote, vision, support, and commitment. So this team has some deep pockets. And that's kind of unfamiliar territory for the Grizzlies and for uh, just a small market team in any sport, if they want to spend, they're going to be able to spend. So not only do you have 
uh, these incredible players that are already on your roster, half of which are 24 or younger. You've also got the potential to go out and add pieces that you need to add if there are pieces that fit. It's a fun time. Yeah. We saw the Grizzlies over the course of the season probably get more more national love than ever before. Um, yes, there were some times when uh, during the grit and grind era, you know, when this team put up 56 regular season wins that uh, people kind of got on the Grizzlies bandwagon, but there was still never a superstar on that team like there is now. And with the number of, you know, social media interaction and highlight views and things like that that John Morant generated over the course of the season, there's, there's going to be more casuals that are on the Grizzlies bandwagon than, than has ever been the case before. Again, it's just kind of it's it's hard not to get hyped for next season. Yeah, I, I'm interested in the Dylan Brooks thing though. He did not show up for his exit interview, exit interviews yesterday. Okay. I think he was. I feel like there was someone else, but he was definitely the most notable player that didn't show up. I did not see that story. Yeah, there there was definitely someone else, but I can't I can't remember who it was. There are some comments from him following the NBA playoff loss, calling it motivation, saying that the Grizzlies are young and that uh, they'll be coming for the Warriors eventually. Says, hey, they're getting old. (laughs) Which they are, but uh, those old guys making it to the Western Conference Finals, where now they will be taking on Dallas. Which, by the way, uh, Game 7 yesterday across the association, pretty, pretty big letdown. Um... Would you tip your cap to to Dallas and Boston? I mean, Dallas went out and obliterated Phoenix. It was not a good performance by the Suns. We saw the same thing happen in the East, too. wasn't quite as much of a butt-kicking, but it was still a very, very lopsided contest between the Celtics and the Bucs. So now we've got Dallas, Golden State, Boston, Miami for our Final Four across the association. Tell you what, let's go ahead and hit pause. We need to take a break. We'll come back and uh, dive into some Cardinal baseball talk. Uh, well, I say that. We've got a phone line ringing. So, I'll tell you what. Let's keep it right here for a second before we go to break. We do have open phone lines at 9303-776. So, let's shout at Adam in Walnut Ridge. How are you? Very well. How long till break? Uh, I mean, we it, it's not anything that's that's timed in terms okay. of you don't. I'm not going to have to cut you off at 30 seconds or anything. All right. So I got to go to game five the other night in Memphis. Okay. And I'm not sure if this would disturb everybody, but I think it maybe should. We had however many people were in the stadium, all chanting, singing, whatever, all in unison. Whoop that trick. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm not totally certain about the appropriateness of that. Okay. You were just talking about Memphis, right? Yeah. So I'm curious to hear people's thoughts on that. Well, I think it's funny. You don't seem to enjoy it. And I'm sure there are people out there who share your opinion and people who share mine. Well, I do think it's funny. But if we just used the words that we what we really meant to say i'm not sure anybody would think it was funny anymore if what we were saying was beat that prostitute 
I think then it ceases to be funny. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not sure what kind of, do you want an agreement or a rebuttal? No, 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 no. I'm just curious, like, in, in a world where everybody is so feelings on their sleeve, get, get upset over anything, I'm curious how we decide which things that seem to be offensive or completely get a pass. How does that, how do, how do we decide what things get a pass and what things, yeah, that's okay. I will tell you that uh, although we don't have a time break, we do not have time for the two-hour-long philosophical discussion that that question brings. Okay. All right. You guys have a great day. Hey, you too, Adam. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, We will go ahead and hit pause because we are a couple minutes overdue for a break. We'll come back and uh, dive into some Cordal talk right after this on The Ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to Lori at eabjonesboro.com that's l-o-r-i-e at eabjonesboro.com and get your future moving in the right direction plus get a two thousand dollar signing bonus if hired become part of the largest media group in the state apply today eab jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer the mosquito armageddon is upon us in jonesboro in northeast arkansas and southeast missouri farm fields are being flooded with millions of gallons of water as we speak throwing gasoline on the breeding fire of blood-sucking vampire mosquitoes no one likes this alien invasion is happening and mosquito joe needs to treat you now before it's too late mosquitoes have no benefit to humans they must be exterminated as a matter of fact if a mosquito bites me then bites you it's like using the same syringe and that's why they do what they do at mosquito joe imagine being able to open your door during the summer and not worry about 500 mosquitoes trying to get in your house or buzzing around your ear at night while you sleep yes our treatment is pet friendly yard friendly we have all natural treatment that is bee friendly yes this kills fleas ticks black flies gnats and and no seams as well. And yes, this kills mosquitoes on contact when they land on what we've sprayed. Call us today at 576-4257 so we can begin treatment of your home or business before the mosquitoes crush your way of living. It's only $49 for the first spray. Mosquito Joe, make outside fun again. Call 576-4257. At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway and Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whenever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood, and helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you, do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro, and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway and Paragould. Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go Gazaway. Red Wolves fans, this is Brandon Anderson from A-State Baseball inviting you to join us for a midweek game on Tuesday, May 17th, when we host Ole Miss at Tomlinson Stadium. Anderson sat here, comes on with a 1-2, swing and a miss at a high fastball, and 1-2-3 go the Bobcats in the top of the seventh. To reserve your seat, visit astateredwolves.com slash tickets or call 870-972-2781. See you there. Wolves up. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo, personally inviting you to join me for the drive. 
It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it. A-State in the Sun Belt, Arkansas in the SEC, plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on the drive. It truly is a show about local sports, plus you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for The Drive, weekday afternoons from 3 to 6, right here on the Ticket Radio Network. What can I possibly do to make this stressful time a little better? Here's one thing I found. It's a small thing, a simple thing, a remarkable thing. Smile. You can share a smile from more than six feet apart. You can share it socially with the whole world. In fact, right now, I'm smiling at you. And I hope you're smiling back. Because smiling is in you from PassItOn.com. What is dedication? I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome to the, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. <clears throat> Short segment here, but I do want to have a couple minutes to dive into some Cardinal baseball talk with you, uh, which I don't even know how much of the game I actually want to talk about. Truth be told, I kind of just want to talk about Albert Pujols pitching, if, <laughs> if that's all right. Look, baseball was fun last night if you're a Cardinal fan. Uh, one, you know, had tip to Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina. As with their powers combined, they are now the all-time leading battery in in baseball history in terms of most wins by a battery. They were able to secure that mark last night in the Cardinals' 15-6 win over the Giants. But ultimately, you know, the thing that was cool about last night was everybody just kind of had fun with it. Uh, You got to the end of that game, of course, in a blowout. It did not matter who was pitching there in the final few innings because it was not... 15 to 6, by the way, heading into the ninth. It was 15 to 2. So the Cardinals were very, very clearly going to win that contest. In fact, up to that point, I think the Giants maybe only had three or four hits in that contest. So at the end of the game, manager Arlie Marmol is just looking for literally any arm on his roster that can heave it up over home plate. I think originally they were going to look at potentially Corey Dickerson going in and pitching. And then Albert said, I'll do it. Borrowed a (laughs) glove from Drew Verhagen, who is actually who he replaced uh, on the mound as Verhagen had pitched the inning before that. And next thing you know, it it was history. Not the greatest outing on the mound for Albert Pujols. (laughs) Uh, He did walk a batter. He gave up three hits. Allowed four runs, all four of them earned, and two long balls. But he now can say he has pitched one game in his illustrious Major League Baseball career. So, you know, Albert Pujols, Shohei Otani, they're pretty much the same guy, right? Kind of? I think Shohei is a little bit lower than ERA. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. Yeah, you know, unfortunately for Albert... He is going to have <clears throat> that ERA now of, of 36, and 
that is probably going to stick for the rest of his career. Uh, it was his first career pitching appearance. It was actually his 2,988th career game. So by far the most games in MLB history by a player at the time of their first pitching appearance. Thank you, ESPN Stats and Info. But again, just uh, just kind of fun stuff. It was Baseball is supposed to be fun. And I'm just glad nobody got in their feelings last night. Like, I'm glad that... The Giants or the Giants fans didn't feel like they were being mocked because it it was a joke to put Albert out there. It was an awesome one, but it was kind of a joke. But nobody got mad about it. In fact, uh, what was funny is at the end of that game, you know, in the ninth inning, you had Albert, uh, all of Albert's teammates there at the top of the steps in the clubhouse watching that one, all the Cardinals. But then all the Giants were really, really into it too, including even Longoria who got a hit. Uh, Evan Longoria did, and then ask the crew and the players to throw that ball out of play because he wanted to keep it as a souvenir. <laughs> so everybody, everybody had a good time. It was a good one. Let's go to the phone. Just a couple minutes here with D Money. How are you? Doing well. I one of the best parts about Pulos throwing last night, he didn't pull a Canseco and tear his elbow up. No, he did not. Which I don't know how you would necessarily throw uh, or tear your. Tear your elbow up on 55-mile-an-hour heat. But, yeah, I'm glad that that did not happen. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I was just happy he didn't he didn't bust anything up. All I can say, though, like I said. So, no, I think it was, it was pretty funny. I think it was a good time. And, you know, this is his farewell tour. So, hey, let him go out and have fun. I think that's what it's all about, like you said. Yeah. I mean, it was I – was, I was entertained. I think everybody else was, too. Absolutely. And as far as the question of the day, if I'm going to pull for somebody against who knocked me out, I would. And I'd pull for the team that knocked me out. This is to legitimize, hey, yeah, we were a good team. But, yeah, they were better. But they at least won the thing. So gotcha. That's just my thought on it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of how, if I have to pick, which I did say today that, yes, you have to pick one, <laughs> I, I would probably go for the team. Uh, that knocked my team out of the playoffs. Now, there's always kind of some some extenuating circumstances in terms of, you know, whether you're, it's a rival or maybe you don't like that team's coach or a star player or something like that. But I, I tend to lean in the direction that, that you answered as well. Yeah, well, like I said, unless, unless the team that beat me wears orange, a la Auburn, Texas, it, we've gone over this yes. in the past. Yes, we have. <laughs> yeah, te- teams that wear orange I just don't like. But, uh... One other thing, too. What are your thoughts on the USFL? One of these days I will watch it, and I will get back to you on this question. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about it today, so I was just like, hmm, what's Kara's thoughts? Well, you know, we, I, I do continue to look at the stats for the Red Wolf alums um, in the USFL because they're all playing well. You know, Jay Adams and Chris Odom and, and Cody Brown are all doing well on their respective teams, but I have yet to sit down and turn it on and watch a game. One day, one day I promise I will. It's actually not bad football. It really is. And I, I've torn my knee up. I've torn four ligaments, like three, three ligaments and a, and a meniscus in my knee. So I've been it's kind of forced to watch TV because I have nothing else to do, really. But, uh, yeah, I, I, actually not bad football. Okay. Well, I will, I, will, I will watch it at some point. I promise you I will try and make sure that that happens. D-Money, we've got to squeeze in one more break here. Sending you well wishes on your knee. Thanks for, thanks for the phone call today. Have a great day. Hey, you too. One more break to take. We'll come back and wrap it up on the Workday Red Zone.
Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Talking with A-State Bowler and first team All-American, Brooklyn Buchanan. When do you first get your own bowling ball? Uh, Do you have your name on any bowling balls? Yeah, so you start like when you're younger, usually you'll start with a plastic ball. So I just had, I had a pink Minnie Mouse ball when I was like eight or nine and then like as you start (laughs) yeah and it did have my name on it it's the second to none podcast presented by simmons bank new episodes every tuesday wherever you get your podcast do you have significant manufacturing experience in addition to offering weekend shifts with 40 hours paid for 36 hours work and seasonal shift incentives with bigger bonuses and increased starting pay lennox industries in stuttgart is now hiring individuals with significant manufacturing experience at above their current entry-level rate experienced individuals can start at $16.15 an hour for the first shift and $16.90 for a second shift at Linux. Linux also offers excellent benefits, including full medical and a free on-site clinic for employees and their families and work inside an air-conditioned factory. Bigger bonuses and increased starting pay for seasonal shifts. Weekend shifts that pay 40 hours for 36 hours worked and now starting pay above current entry-level rates for individuals with significant manufacturing experience. Come join the Linux team, the leading HVAC company in America. Call 870-672-8161 or apply online at linuxinternational.com slash careers. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. So before you hit the campground, the lake, or any other getaway, be sure you stop by Mr. T's. Because at Mr. T's, hot weather still means the coldest beers at the absolute best prices. And with more than 200 beer selections from all around the world, they're sure to have what you're looking for at Mr. T's. So whether it's across those Kahlua-colored waters at Riverside or in the curve at Red Onion, Stop by and see why 365 days a year, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. And as always, Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly. Mr. T's at Riverside. Swing drive to deep left. It's going, going. Another home run for 1812 Pizza Company. 1812 Pizza Company knocks it out of the park every time with a huge selection of the area's best pizzas, salads, and sandwiches, plus a great list of lunch specials. And there are a ton of ways to get it to your team. Dine-in, delivery, or drive through at their Ray Street location or delivery curbside pickup or dine-in with members and guests at Hilltop. And you can order online at 1812pizzacompany.com. Send your crowd home happier than a walk-off home with 1812 Pizza Company. You've been told banks with branches don't have the digital capabilities you need. But why not have the best of both worlds? At First National Bank, we have all the online banking tools you could ever need. Plus, if you need something, we have real people in real places near you. Digital, with branches, and real people. We know you can't be everywhere at once, but we can be anywhere you are. Check it, snap it, track it, pay it, move it, and ask it anywhere. First National Bank, putting you first, always. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. There's nothing quite like seeing a baseball crushed over the fence when the Red Wolves are on the diamond. Crushing the hood of your car is a different story. Collision Repair in Jonesboro knows the hassle that a wreck or fender bender causes in our day-to-day lives. You need to be back in your vehicle fast and don't have time to keep taking it back in the shop for missed details. Collision Repair is committed to delivering quality work in a timely manner so you can be back on the road fast. Get your vehicle fixed right the first time. Call Collision Repair at 935 9482. Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. 
It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives. This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Home stretch here on the Ticket Radio Network. Uh, we spent most of today, of course, talking about news from over the weekend. But a little bit of news. Today, one, there's not going to be any Arkansas State baseball tomorrow night at Tomlinson Stadium, Kell Field. Ole Miss has decided they don't want to come, so they're not going to. I'm sure the official press release says something different than that, but basically they they don't want to come, so they're not going to come. That is actually not uncommon this week across college baseball. I think I've I've seen several cancellations out of the state of Texas. Where basically what this is 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 schools that have, you know, NCAA playoff implications or seedings on the line are looking at their midweek opponent and saying, "All right, if we win against this midweek opponent, will it help us? If we lose, how much will it hurt us?" And if it's not going to help very much, they're just saying, "All right, we're just eh, we're not going to play." That's yeah. what Ole, that's what Ole Miss is doing. They're looking at Arkansas State's RPI and saying this is not this is a lose lose situation for us, and so they're not going to make the trip. Again, there have been several midweek cancellations around college baseball uh, that have been announced today. So I would I would peep your team's schedule if you follow a team out of this area. They might not have a game tomorrow, um, but uh, Arkansas State definitely does not. Other news from today: Razorback fans. You are now once again a Coca-Cola school. As that news came out, looks like they're going to be entering a 10-year deal with Coca-Cola. So your dark days of drinking Pepsi at university establishments are over. So that's the latest news from from around the state. Of course, there were a couple of interesting things that happened over the weekend around the state. And none of them actually sports important. But I think surely by now you've probably seen the raccoon that apparently uh, got out from... (laughs) Apparently, I don't know if there's like a raccoon exchange program going on now at the state. I guess they got tired of visiting the Dean B. Ellis Library, wanted to take in some baseball over the weekend, so they hooked it over to Baumwalker Stadium. I don't know what has since happened to that raccoon, if he's been released back into the wild, or if now he is visiting the Little Rock campus, or perhaps taking yeah. a field trip to UAPB. No clue. I just, I, I would love to know what the what the number of alcoholic beverages is it takes to grab a raccoon by the neck and then walk out of the stadium with it. Because I think that number is, like, astronomically high. Like, it's a very high number. It is definitely not zero or it's, one. No, no. Maybe maybe one zero. That is what, like your blood alcohol yeah. content? <laughs> yeah. That might not even be a beer conversation. That might be a smuggled that, yeah. some airplane bottles full of liquor into your pockets. It's something. Kind of situation. Also, somebody shot out the water tower. Shot a hole in the water tower at (laughs) Kingsland, Arkansas. Uh, I won't be able to do it justice with the description, so I'm going to tell you what. Just uh, Google 
Kingsland, Arkansas, and you'll see that image pretty quick. It's pretty funny. Uh, that's a wrap for us today on the Workday Red Zone. Keep it here. The setup with Cade and Andrew is next, followed by The Drive with Brad Bobo. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budro RWRC Radio comes your way at 10. And then we'll be back tomorrow at noon. So for Cade, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.